What's up, guys? My name's Brad. Today, I'm going to be speaking with you all, along with my friend, Ben. Today is Thursday, October 20th, and it is approximately 11.27 p.m. Now, you might be wondering, wow, that's pretty late, Brad and Ben. For your standards, what might possibly bring you to this time and occasion? And to that, I would answer... Ben, not only how are we feeling today, but, but what are we up to today? Well, you know, we, we just came up with a great uh, team win over the Del Valley Cardinals, 38-21. Um, a quarterback, Fred, uh, in the previous game, surpassed 2,000 yards on the season. Um, and our UT baseball commit at small also uh, was awarded the Statesman Player of the Week as well. And he also had an amazing ring. And okay, I'm gonna stop talking like this. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just spitting right now. Um, great win, Del Valley K. We're on, we're on their ass. I was keeping up with this game, and literally only one of my, one of my props hit, and I'm so pissed. Um, I made it home in record time, 11 minutes. How did uh, only one of your props hit in a 42 to 31 game? Dude, literally, I had. I or no, 42 had, to 34. I had Earth's receiving yards. Oh yeah, uh, he did bad for me, unfortunately. Yeah, because well, well, I Tom guess, I guess we can kind of cover that game later. But yeah, Cardinals offense wasn't necessarily even on the field that much with throwing two pick sixes. Andy Dalton, guys, you could have at least thrown one of your touchdowns to Chris Olave. I mean, Jesus. Um, um but uh, but other than that, I'm actually doing I'm doing fairly well. You know, I'm that's good. Well. That's good. Um, I feel like we're like we're like polar opposites right now. Because yeah, that's, I, that's exactly I, what I was going to say. I have been resting. I have been just <laughs> even resting and stuff and I and I just came back from from a football game and that's yeah. that's that's just the way of the road man but you know what? I just Brian, got out of Brian the shower. Stop. <laughs> been doing some self care. I went out with my family for sushi tonight. That's um, that was a great okay. time. Um, I love that for you. Thank you. <laughs> I um, and I was speaking with my grandfather last night. Shout out Louie if you're listening to this and and you know we we've made the comment. He he goes he comes and asks me. And I was waiting for, and I've said this a million times on the show, I am a Rangers fan, obviously, and my whole family, they're all Astros fans. That being said, when the Astros are in the postseason, and inevitably the Rangers are not, I root for the Astros because, you know, all my family, and it's, you know, it's everybody's in a good mood, and it's fun, and whatever. Um, and so I've been talking about that on the show. And so I was expecting, I was waiting for the comment from Louie, my grandpa, Saying, oh, like, wow, you know, give me, give me some sarcastic, wow, you're actually rooting for the Astros, huh? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Sam. And it never came. So I, I asked him about it yesterday. And he was like, like are you ever going to talk about baseball on the show? And I was like, talk about baseball. We've talked about it every episode. And I realized he doesn't make it far enough into the episodes for that. So since that's the case, we're going to start with baseball today. And I just got the, had the pleasure of watching all of game two of the Astros-Yankees series, which was pretty much identical to game one. So really, we only have to talk about one game. The Astros pitching has been dominant. They've done just enough on offense. Um, and they're up 2-0 going back to the Bronx. And I feel very comfortable with my World Series prediction. Uh, uh, yeah. Who started tonight? Let's see if I can do this. Um, Valdez, <laughs> I think. I think Valdez. Mm. I didn't watch the whole – I started watching the fifth inning, so. Uh, my my coach my coach uh mid game is like baseball coach 
and I pulled up the Cardinals game, and he was like, hey, what's the score? What's the score? And I'm like, oh, I'll show them. And he was like, no, I mean the important stuff. Do the Astros-Yankees game. And I started laughing because uh, we were up by, like, four touchdowns. So, you know, it was it, it was it was one of those games. So I got you. Um, there's a little more parody in the NL. Um, Philly, continuing their super hot start, dominated game one, um, and then looked to be more of the same in game two. They were up 3 nothing, and then all of a sudden – San Diego has a five-round seventh, and they go on to win. And even the series at one apiece going back to Philadelphia. I think I still like Philly in the series. They feel like last year's Braves a little bit. Um, so far, the Astros are a force to be reckoned with. Nobody's – Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's, nobody's been able to really – No, um, Bregman set the um, all-time record for postseason home runs by a third baseman tonight. He was respons- responsible for all three of the Astros' runs. <laughs> Hell yeah, go Strohs! Um, go baby. I want to talk about some 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 tomfoolery that happened at at uh, tonight's game actually for just for just thirty seconds. So it's about it's about three minutes left, and Del Valley, you know, they're trying to inch to the game, and then the lights cut out. Like and and mind you, we're in Valley, Texas, where it is literally nothing but farmland and billies and like just yeah. And so the lights cut out. You can't see shit. Everybody has their everybody has their phone uh, their phone lights out, and then we start drilling. This school has a, has major infrastructure. Uh, me and Brad know that mm-hmm. basketball days freshman year. Yeah, and, um, and we started thinking to ourselves, and some of the some of our players actually knew that Doe Valley when they are losing games. Um, just to mess with the other team for some reason. So I want to get back those four minutes that was lost. But we started taking pictures um, in the dark on Del Valley even more. Hey, so, I'll tell you what. You know what they were doing, Ben? They were trying to pull a 49ers come back to yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. It, it was not, not going to for them. Um, but no, some, some tomfoolery happened. And we just started laughing at them because, holy hell, they were bad. So, you know. Yeah, um, and yeah, that's that's my little rant for tonight. We'll make we'll make a quick 49ers reference. There, I mean, I'm sh- surely there's nothing else relevant that the 49ers did tonight. Yeah, um, absolutely nothing. Absolutely, definitely nothing. And let's transition over to that right now. I guess let's talk about the evening. Um, first of all, the Cardinals Saints game finally produced some offense for our Amazon Prime fans, um, mm-hmm. and that was nice. Except for my props didn't hit either because I have Zach Ertz. But in the Christian McCaffrey trade to the 49ers, at first I was pissed because I've been keeping Elijah Mitchell on my bench, waiting patiently for him to come back from injury, (laughs) and now there's no points. But then I thought to myself, why don't I proactively pick up whoever is behind McCaffrey because surely, you know, RB1 snaps now. So I go and look, and I'm like, who is the Panthers' backup running back? And it's like – Chuba Hubbard. It's Chuba and Deontay Foreman. There's, there's, they're like the same, like equivalent. So I'm like, fuck, which one do I pick up? So I decided to go Deontay Foreman because he's projected more. Then the McCaffrey projections go through, and then Chuba ends up being projected more. So I swap them out real quick. So now I've got Chuba sitting on my bench. Do I think it's going to come to anything? Probably not. Am I going to start him this week? Probably not. But, you know, I did drop Elijah Mitchell because I feel like there's no point. Do do we know do we know the exact number of picks and like what what exactly the 49ers gave up for McCaffrey? Because because if we think about this, like 
I guess you're giving so obviously you're giving just another spark to the 49ers. You get Shanahan gets another piece that you know in his twisted little offensive mind. You can anywhere around the field. Um, and right, I got honestly, the I, I got the details for you. Well, what are the details? It, it, Wait, what? First, I swear to God. They didn't. No way. Yeah, wait. They a second rounder, a third rounder, a fourth rounder, and then a fifth rounder for next twenty twenty four. It's like not even that bad. It's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. Wow. I thought I thought somebody was about to. I thought we were about to like have a franchise for for doing multiple first round picks, and we were about to flame them. But I'm you know, surprised. Honestly, good for no, the. I'm surprised. Good, good move for the 49ers. Good move yeah. for the Forty Nine. So still losing conference team. But good move by the Niners. They're not making the conference championship. They lost to Atlanta last week. Um, it's not as bad. Um, the NFC West has been mildly disappointing. Yeah, very much mildly disappointing. Um, we're kind of all over the place. College before do we continue? Well, hold on. I, I'll get there in a sec. Let me. Okay, let's just talk about the TNF game, I guess. Although we kind of covered yeah. it all. Dalton threw. Dalton threw three touchdowns and three picks two of them were pick sixes not to mention kyler threw a pick six of his own in the first half a lot of scoring cardinals come out on top d hop d hop is back and he looks D-Hop's back. And, like every every bit of himself you know and guess who scored a touchdown today i i don't i mean you weren't able to pay attention as closely but guess who scored a touchdown for the cardinals tonight how if i know man it, jesus keontae ingram Fuck me. That is so funny. And he almost had a second. He almost had a second. It got called back and he was down at the one. But this, the same guy that dropped the touchdown pass against, God, who are we? LSU, fumbled the game away against TCU the following year, is in the NFL somehow, you know, unbeknownst to us, and is scoring what should have been multiple touchdowns on a primetime game. You know what? Good for him, man. I guess, I guess. That's yeah, I guess. You know. Keontae nah, from the Brad, Carthage, Brad, Texas. Brad, Brad. Just, just because that's hilarious to actually think about. Um, yeah, it is. But anyway, that's all I'm going to speak on this TNF game because we're already 10 minutes into the episode, and what are we doing? This is what happens. This is what we produce when you, when you make us go at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll transition it back to the most depressing thing I saw today. Um, so my uncle went to Georgia Tech. He is a Georgia Tech fan. Not that that's really important to this story, but I guess I pull for Georgia Tech a little more than I would other schools. Um, and I knew they were playing um, Virginia tonight at home. Virginia's not good. They're two and four. Not to say Georgia Tech is good, but they're kind of better than you think. They fired their awful coach and since then have gone two and one. Um, and they're two and one in ACC play. Not bad at all. They were actually second in the Coastal Division. Um, going into tonight... They play Virginia. They are down 16-9 to with a minute to go. Force Virginia to punt. It goes into the end zone. They get the ball at their own 20 with about 40 seconds to go. Like, odds stacked against you. Like, that's not great, obviously. But you got a shot. First play, the quarterback almost gets sacked. He dumps the ball off to the running back. 10-yard game. Clock momentarily stops for the first down. They have no timeouts. 25 Mm. seconds left. Check down. The receiver gets tackled right in front of the line of scrimmage, in the middle of the field. The clock comes down to like eight seconds. They snap the ball. The quarterback rolls out. Time expires, so you'd think he's going to chuck it deep. He runs out of bounds. The clock 
And it wasn't even like, oh, he barely didn't make it. It was like four or five seconds after the clock had expired. And it was <laughs> so sad. I, I was like, literally, I was talking to my parents. I was like, I'm, I'm sad we turned this on. Like, I, we should have watched it. The Astros game had just ended. And I was like, should have just gone to bed. Um, but that was, that was pretty brutal. And new interim coach doing his thing. But that was not the best thing I saw today. Let's talk about some good stuff, though. Um, another great weekend in the college football sphere. Actually, wait, we'll start with one more bad one. I just had to put this on there. Um, <laughs> Iowa's playing Ohio State over under, over under 10 Iowa points. Fuck. I'm taking under so confidently. Wow. Now, that's a wow. Low, that's a low, low wow. What's the spread on that? Christ almighty. 30. Fuck. That's, yeah. that's, that's a good spread. Give, give me Iowa State in like. I mean Iowa. This is Iowa, and, regular. And, and, Iowa. and I'm taking like 1980s Iowa State over this. No, Iowa. no, this isn't Iowa State. This is regular Iowa. Ohio. Ugh, yeah. This let's go at midnight. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, I yeah, this is gonna be absolutely brutal, but absolutely know, brutal. So is life. Um. Syracuse and Clemson, on the other hand, two unbeaten's, the last two remaining in the ACC. Um. They battle good, battle good running backs here. I, I... Oh, it does not matter. This game's at Clemson. I, I hate to say it. As much as I want to buy Syracuse, I, I don't. Their defense I is don't. pretty legit, but up uh, down down at Clemson, no way they pull off this road upset. There is zero chance. Not I think I think the Clemson. I mean, and, and you know, it's not like their offense is necessarily like firecrackers as well, but just the Clemson defense also. Um. And, you know, like I said, I think it's going to be a good uh, running back matchup uh, between these two teams, but give me Clemson here. I think Syracuse is going to struggle to score more than two touchdowns in this game. Which will be, which I mean, be just crippling. It will be sad. Yeah, be Clemson's sad. defense, other than again in that weight game, has been pretty unbelievable. <laughs> um, moving on, um, we'll talk. This is one of the more underrated games this week. Ole Miss LSU. Ole Miss, for one of the three remaining undefeated SEC teams, they've quietly gone 7-0. and They're number seven in the country. They're getting no love. Truly, they're not. Um, so, so much, so little love that they are two-and-a-half-point underdogs at LSU this weekend. And I know LSU is not awful, um, other than that week one loss. Their only other loss is Tennessee, who I guess is the holy grail now. Um <laughs> But I think Ole Miss is being disrespected here. I think Jackson Dart, we need to put some respect on his name. Give me Ole Miss plus two and a half all day. And I can I can legally bet Ben in about 19 minutes. So <laughs> oh, your boy is legal very soon. Very, very soon. Very soon. I I it's it's blanking me who else he played um week. I'm blanking. No who LS, LSU played Florida? Yeah, yeah, Florida. They beat Florida by two points. Florida, yeah. They beat um, by 10. I don't know. Brian, Kill- Brian Kelly is like an enigma. He, he, yeah, that's, he's a good, just, that's a good take. I, I, like, I, I just don't understand if his teams are good or like if he's a good – I just don't understand what team you're going to get any given week. And, you know, if we get some ass-kicking LSU, give me the – go Tigers. Give me the Tigers. Okay. All right. That's cool. Um. <laughs> Let's move on to probably the game of the week. Um, well, 
you got a few options for game of the week, actually, but this one might be mine. Going out west, UCLA travels to Autzen Stadium to take on the Oregon Ducks. Oregon is favored by six and a half here, Ben. Six and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like, think I believe that. I mean, their mm-hmm. only loss since since getting blown out by Georgia week one, they've gone five and zero. UCLA is six and zero currently. Um, I'm not betting against DTR. This game's on the road, but I mean, yeah, I like I like UCLA here too. I know, Bo Nix though. I I like UCLA plus six and a half. We're going we're going dogs today. Um, For real. Moving down to Stillwater, Oklahoma, Texas, taking on Oklahoma State. I'm I'm about to kill the mood, Ben. I'm about to kill the mood. Please take. Please pick Texas, please. I'm please not. Pick. I'm not doing it. Well, I'll tell you. Oh what, make, God. Let me make God. a let me make a preposition. A preposition. Um, well, maybe th- this actually might make my pick Texas either way. But Spencer Sanders is nursing a shoulder injury, which I found mm. out today. Mm. And they they don't know if he'll play. But it seems like even if he does play, he'll be playing through an injury. Who am I kidding? I gotta go Texas here. What am I even? I, gotta go te- I think you gotta go Texas here. We got a big spread though. At minus six on the road. We're not. We're not that good, man. I don't. You know. I don't know. We're not. We're just not that good of a football we're, team. We're not at all. Um, I don't. Know. You know, our, our team. We we have some spunk. It it doesn't always appear in any given game most of the time, but we got spunk. Okay, state everything that we have. Oh, it'll and... come down to the last possession. It always yeah. does, but. It'll be hard. It'll be heartbreaking when we lose. But give me Texas. It's a toss here. up against. It's a to- every single game the rest of the season for Texas is a 50-50 chance in my opinion. We play like winning percentage wise, record wise, the second hardest schedule in the FBS coming up. That's that's so. Unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Texas, How can we not? How can we not? Um, How can we not? We will move over now to Mississippi State Bama at. I actually don't even – I mean, it's a ranked matchup, but Bama's favored by 21 at home. Jeez. I think they will bounce back nicely. I don't know if they'll cover that. We'll yeah, see. they'll bounce back. Bama, um, Bama. Then the final game on my list, this one's actually interesting. The last two remaining undefeated in-conference Big 12 teams, number 17 Kansas State travels to number 8 TCU. TCU only favored by three and a half here. I like – I like the frogs, though. I like the frogs. I think both of these teams are a little bit overrated right now, um, but I like I like the frogs at home. They've been real good at home. I like the frogs. I mean, I feel like I need to sit down and watch a TCU game because I mean the amount of points that they score. I need to actually see what this offense. It feels fluky. Quentin Johnson is a top receiver in college football. Johnston's, excuse me. Um, Duggan is is experienced. Um, it, it, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm more confident in us beating TCU at home in a few weeks than I am us beating Oklahoma state this week. If, if that tells you anything, I, 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 I see the vision, but well, no, no, I just see the vision. Good take. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I like that. I like that. Um, that being said with this wholesome notes, um, We'll send a shout out to our former sponsors over at Anchor. Thanks, guys, for Hope, hopefully here. soon to be Fliff once I send him an email because oh, that's I, a great I, idea. Um, because personally, I think I've I think I've 
responsible for about eight predictions now. And I feel like a terrible person. But no, I don't. I the locker room on Fliff. And the only person that I've actually known that has made money is um, our good friend Beans. Um, <laughs> of course, he's made money. Um, he, he bet like $5 on Appalachian State uh, the other night and won huge. So, well, I'll tell you um, what, if you know, I need someone to sponsor my gambling addiction that is going to partake in the coming weeks. And I, yeah. I've been debating what three minutes in the coming 13 minutes. I've, I've been thinking, I've been pondering. What platform is going to be the even, even scheming? I've been scheming. You know where where am I going to take my talents to? Where am I committing my? So so you know you, you know you you have your things, but you also have your fantasy underdogs, and you yeah, have your underdogs. Uh, you know they give you free money. I literally have not spent my own money on that app yet. Um, yeah, I, I think those are the big three for me. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to do some power rankings: DraftKings, Underdog, <laughs> Fliff. <laughs> God, we'll have to stuff. figure that out. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's transition over to the professional football players. Um, finally got some offense. Discussed Christian McCaffrey. Let's move to the games of the weekend. What we thought was going to be just a blasphemous division has actually ended up producing two winning teams in the Colts and the Titans. Um, and the Jags very well could be, but they're not. Um, yeah. Yeah. Colts Titans play in Nashville this week to kind of determine who will be in the driver's seat, but who knows? Um, I don't know who I like in this one. Both both these know. teams are like not good. I like I can't even say that any of these, like, like I don't even know Tennessee's record at this point. That's so irrelevant. Tennessee is three and two. Indiana Indianapolis is three and two and one. Like even beat. Who have they uh, beat? I'll tell you some bad. They beat the Commanders under that for sure. They beat the Commanders. They, they, they won three in a row. They beat the Raiders, the Colts, and the Commanders. That's bad. That's so they really beat the bad. Colts in Indianapolis. I kind of wanted to pick the Colts anyway as someone who's playing Jonathan Taylor and Jonathan. Michael Pittman this week. <laughs> um, um, and I, no, I think – I think I like Matt Ryan to keep it going a little bit, and I it's hard to beat a team twice, especially in the span of three weeks. Give me the Colts. Yeah, um, hopefully, you know, we get the matchup of of um, Nelson versus Jeffrey Simmons, um, which I think is going to be a pretty good matchup. But no, I like Jonathan Taylor back with the Colts, and you know, if Matt Ryan can continue with his master class as he did last week, then I like the Colts here. As Dude, well. apparently, and I only I I only know this because I saw it on TikTok. It's hard for me to pick out offensive linemen, quality of play just by watching the game. Quentin Nelson has not had a good year so far, apparently. No, no. Apparently he is. So I actually knew this already. Apparently he didn't have a good year good uh last year as well. He was not oh, good that's weird. last year as well. It's you so know. funny how we get our offensive line news. <laughs> like, no, like I no, I mean I mean literally the only way I can actually like understand is is PFF because like, yeah. like I know what I know what linemen are supposed to do around, you know, football. I know what they're supposed to do, but just seeing it and what how PFF breaks it down, I just like it. It just it helps, you know. It has to like help. I'll I'll be like halfway through the season, and somebody be like, Andrew Thomas is actually the ninth highest rated offensive lineman in the NFL, and I'll be like, oh damn, like that's awesome. I who knew? <laughs> um, moving on now, um, let's talk. Giants, Jags. 
I am slamming. My first ever sports bet is going to be slamming Giants plus three this week. Why are we not saying this game? Seriously, why are we not? Yeah, no. Giants here as well. Um, we're, even we're though gonna lose now. <laughs> we're going to lose now. I'm finally confident. No, I'm actually not confident. But I do think us not being favored is kind of weird. Um, I don't know. I feel like Nick Ch- or <laughs> I, I jumped into my point there too quick. Saquon Barkley, um, probably top this year in terms of running backs. I agree. Um, but um, all Chubb still exists, so he's still he's still he's still my RB one right now. Um, I think Barkley obliterates the Jaguars just by himself. You know, I don't Saquon. think Daniel Jones. Will, yeah, I don't think he'll need to throw more than 20 passes this game. I really well, I had to pick him up for fantasy because Russ is just – oh, God. Um, you know, fun fact, Saquon's first career game was against Jacksonville, and he had like a 70-yard touchdown run. So, <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember where I was. Those were the days. Those Not were the days. days. Um, we'll move now to Jets, Jets-Broncos. And this game's in Denver, and I, I'm going to pick the Jets. I'm slamming the Jets right so okay, that's, that's it. Sauce, that's... sauce, and breeze. Um, sauce. So, so I, I saw this also on Instagram. So the top five, top five rated um running backs right now, J.C. Horn at one. Sertan. Dude, I've been on the J.C. Horn. Oh, Sertan too. Well, that's kind of funny. Sertan, Jack Jones, the like sixth round last year or this year, I think, and then somebody else, and then uh, is ranked number five. In terms of soft, he's man. he's been playing so unbelievable, probably the most the most difficult position to get acclimated in and files a rookie, and um particularly in the Packers game, break on the ball whenever Rogers threw it, he's he's just blanketing. And hey, not not really, to really mention, impressive. you say it's hard to get acclimated as a rookie. Every single guy you just named is either a rookie or a sophomore. I mean, so top top two, top three cornerbacks. Like, and, and Jason, good and for my boy. confidence. My boy, J.C. Horn. Um, we got to keep it Horn. We're running out yeah. of time. Um, Chiefs yeah. Niners is going to be is, – is McCaffrey going to play on Sunday? Is, does it work like that, or does he have to wait? I think he can play. I think he can play, too, but I, I think they're going to lose. I think they're going to lose, but I think, he can, I think he'll play. Debo, Debo McCaffrey – Oh, dude, that's so sex. That's like that offense is sex right now. Jesus, that's a fair analysis. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh, Miami, and a snooze fest of a Sunday night game. <laughs> I like Miami at home. That's I all like I'm Miami gonna say about too. that. We get two it back, two it back. Yeah, it's so sad seeing the interview saying that he doesn't mm-hmm. remember anything. Like that's ugh. But yeah, you know, to a looks like he's made a good recovery. Um, you're getting you're getting most your like acclimated to that RB1 position. Then you get water breaking both into top five receiving yards uh, for this year. Um, yeah, Miami's offense, it's, it's good. It's going to be, it's going to be good with Tua and, and falling apart before our very eyes. So I like Miami. Well, they did beat Tampa last week. I, I forgot that, that that game didn't happen. That game doesn't exist in my mind. That was an anomaly. Um, if if we want to move on to another snooze fest of a primetime game, Chicago New England Monday night. Give me the Bailey Zappies. <laughs> the Bailey Zappies. They're favored by seven and a half. I, I like them a lot actually. I think this game's not really going to be close. 
I'll take the Bills. He's been playing well. Too. He's been playing really well. Over under twenty points. Over. Over twenty five. Yeah. Under. Yeah, yeah. Um, Somewhere there. Yeah, give me the Bailey Zappi. And going back to Jack Jones, I mean, he, he's basically just become a J.C. Jackson uh, replacement, pretty much. J.C. Jackson was having a rough uh, Monday night. Um, he had, and speaking of rough, cornerback also had like four penalties against him by himself. Um, but besides all that, Jack Jones has been really good for New England. The Bailey Zappi is... In, in in a good spot, I guess you know, with Mac Jones still nursing his injury. Give me the Bailey yeah. Zappies. Um, if we is there anything you ha- anything relevant you have to say about opening night in the NBA? Um, I guess Russ coming off the bench. I mean, it's like he. So we have this quote about you know, I guess cramping up because he's not used to coming off the bench and not game just going balls to the wall. Russ. Don't know what to make. Rudy Gobert is is <laughs> I don't know. Him on the Timberwolves sometimes, and um, just makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, I, I was watching the Rockets um Hawks game. Jabari has the green light to just shoot anytime that he wants, which I think is pretty because you know you're going to be bad. Might as well just let the rookie take every single shot. Uh, he and um. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much just my, my thoughts on um, on that. You know, you know. Um, the Spurs are impressively bad. Incoming I mean, the, the, two and sixty I mean, season. Holy hell! I mean, that's starting five. I mean, Trey Jones, Kellen Johnson, Sohan, Jakob, and I'm even Trey Jones. I'm, no, I said I'm miss. I'm missing our shooting guard. It's not Primo, so that, is it? What? Oh, Devin it's Vassell. Not... It's Vassell. Um, yeah. Why isn't Primo starting? That's weird to me. I don't know. I think I think he's like the last guy on the bench, but you know, that's that's I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fault the tank. The tank is Oh the tank is on, watching, baby. The tank is on. We're watching Women Yama highlights at halftime. Doug McWilkins is about to be our leading scorer with like fifteen eight. Probably. Probably. Um, yeah, but yeah, those are just my quick NBA opening up. That's um, good. Um, as a resident NBA analyst, because I can't even get into the NBA this year, dude. I literally, I, I'm just so not motivated <laughs> to do it. They're selling Spurs Pacers tickets for eight dollars tomorrow. Hell yeah! I'm about to ask around who wants to go to Green Day with me tomorrow because my dad is bailing on me. So, you know, we'll have fun. Yes, if you're going to Green, do you like? I'm going to bring up some past demons here. Do you like Weezer? As like genuinely, do you like Weezer? I do like Weezer. I actually do like Weezer. I do like like, No, you're sure. Yeah. I mean, like, yes, I'm going to shit on them just because it's funny. I genuinely do like Weezer and their songs. They're rock stars. They're they're pretty cool. And I I went through a Green Day phase. So I I just want to see them. I just want to see them. When my parents have literally left me home every day of the week to go to a show, I swear to God, I have not, I've not seen my parents over the past four days, probably, probably. So, you know, they're crazy. It as I'm going down the Spurs rabbit hole, by the way, 
one of the headlines is Young Spurs and Title Mix. Coach Pop says, don't bet on it. That's cool. Thanks, Pop. Um, <laughs> on that fun note, we're going to wrap this up. Um, thank you all for making it this far on this chaotic, wonderful episode of everyone's favorite podcast, The Sideliners. Shout out, Moms, for the sushi. Shout out, Louie, for the baseball. Shout out um, to Swift dropping tonight. Oh, you know? facts. I forgot to – I literally put that on the outline that, you know – Taylor Swift's album, second biggest thing dropping this evening behind <laughs> season three, episode 13 of our podcast. Um, yes, 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 yes. You shout know. Out, yeah, yeah, just shout out Taylor Swift. Listeners, making it all the way to the end. I'm basically drawing this out just as midnight so we can see Brad 18 at the midnight. Can this minute go by any slower than it has been? Jesus Christ. I feel like Cinderella right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Elevator music. Um, 11.59 Central Standard yeah. Time. Yeah. In case you Shout out to our listeners for making it all the way to the end. If you're listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And a like and download. And with that being said, Brad is 18 years old. Let's go, everybody. Woohoo. <laughs> Shout out, Brad. Shout out, Brad Siegel. Shout out, Thank being you, legal. And with all that Legality. Said, we will see y'all on Monday.